Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. Welcome to the Black Contractors Network. On today's episode, we will be discussing the black man with a gun in America. What's the matter, scared? There are very few people who can do that without being shot by the police and or their community. The ones who can do it have been trained by the police and or military. But even then, they are often met with suspicion and distrust. The black man with a gun in America is seen as a threat. The black man with a gun in America is seen as a criminal. The black man with a gun in America is seen as someone who wants to hurt people. The black man with a gun in America is seen as someone who doesn't care about his own community or the people around him. The black man with a gun in America is seen as someone who doesn't respect the law, even though he works hard every day to uphold it and protect others from those who break it. The black man with a gun in America is seen as someone who doesn't care about his family, so he must not love them. The black man with a gun in America is seen as someone who doesn't care about his community, so he must be selfish and egoistic. A black man with a gun in America isn't allowed to protest peacefully against injustice without being labeled an angry mob, because only white men can be angry without being considered violent or dangerous by our society's standards. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is why there was a shooting in rural America. The shooter was white and the victims were black. It made national news because it was rare for such a crime to happen in rural America. But there were two things that were not so rare at all. One, black people don't feel safe in rural America. And two, racism exists everywhere, in every state and county in our country. And we just don't talk about it much when it happens outside of the South or Northern cities where many people assume racism does not exist anymore, which is also untrue. For example, a few years ago, we were hiking in the woods outside of Oregon when my wife saw a man with a gun walking toward us on the trail. He was white and holding his rifle in one hand, like he was ready to take out any animals that might appear in front of him. The man pointed his weapon at me while I held my hands up. My wife was terrified and I was worried. I have a concealed carry permit so I took out my gun and told him that I had one as well. The man scurried away. Run. However, moments like these are not unique for me as a black man who likes to hunt and target practice. The exact activities many pro-gun Americans hold up as American values that good men should uphold. In fact, I've had to face down racial profiling while using my gun rights in other ways. Last year, I was taking a concealed carry class at the shooting range when another member of the class asked if he could see my weapon. This is routine among experienced shooters, but something about his tone made me suspicious. He sounded nervous about asking me for it. When he saw my license, he turned pale and backed away slowly. Afterward, he told me that people have been robbed after showing their guns at such events because criminals know they're easy targets for theft. He apologized profusely afterward. He didn't mean any harm by asking if he could see my gun and so on. But it felt like an inevitable result of living in this country if you're black and you own a firearm. There's always some part of society waiting for you to make mistakes, or worse yet, intentionally misleading or threatening you into doing bad things with your weapon. As more guns flood America's streets, some people seem to think more black people need to get armed so they can protect themselves from others with guns. But being black does not make one safe from police or vigilantes in our country, or free from being shot for holding a gun by officers who mistake an object as more suspicious than usual because of the color of your skin. Guns do not kill people. People kill people and it's important to recognize that while there are many levels at which this statement holds true, 
Most simply put, you can't blame a gun for your action if you're pointing it at someone else and pulling the trigger or holding it near someone else with intent. A firearm is only as dangerous as its user makes it. This is true both inside and outside of law enforcement context. If someone decides to use their firearm against another person with malicious intent, then yes, that person's choice alone is responsible for making their firearm dangerous enough to kill someone physically or emotionally. The point of this episode is simple. I believe that while it may be important to understand how perception around racial profiling and gun violence can affect African Americans and by extension cause them to feel uncomfortable carrying a gun, it is also important to understand that you alone are responsible for your own safety. There are historical reasons why more blacks are killed by police than whites, but no matter how the media spins it, the truth is you might very well be the only one to keep you and your loved ones alive when everyone else is ready to take your life. And that's a wrap for this episode. Catch you guys on the next one. And remember, unity is the key. Thank you for listening to the Black Contractors Network. Make sure to like, rate, and review. See you next time. Be safe out there and take care of each other.